After 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. I can be braver, I can be, I can be anything 
יש ימים לא קלים, כך באמצע החיים, בענן גדול מסתיר את השמש, ואתה מחפש, אתה מבקש, אל תתייאש אחי, אל תתייאש. When the day is going wrong, things seem so tough, can't take it anymore, you've had enough. Remember just one thing, no point in Hashem, Lee Rose, Bitu Hashem, 
In the AM, oh yes, a whole bunch of amazing music between 6 AM and right now for you here at JM and the AM. Leif Tahar, they've been announced for the uh, 2016 Hass concert on January the 10th. That's Lulia Hamanti. 
Shua Kesson had Loli Ta'esh. You heard Shevis Achim with the Shana Haba. Kane done by Yassi Green with special guest. Uh, that is uh, Yitzhak Meir Helfgott, of course, the great cantor. Simcha Liner, Al Kanfeina Sharim. Moshe Hecht had Kayal Tarog. You heard Aye Kunstler in there with his Modaani. Benny Friedman, Imein Anili Mili. I Can Be, Yaakov Shweki, headliner for Hask January the 10th. You can go to hasconcert.com for information. H-A-S-C, concert.com for information. And of course, Regesh, Modaani opening things up. And we say good morning. J.M. in the A.M. at 12 minutes before 7 o'clock on this Thursday. Rabbi Shlomo Riskin's going to be joining us in just a few minutes. Because of his travel schedule, we're able to get him in on the uh, early part of the 7 o'clock hour. Our Torah Stone dinner is coming up, and we love speaking to Rabbi Riskin. He'll be with us coming up here in the early part of the 7 o'clock hour at J.M. in the A.M. Yitzchak Saflis is scheduled to be in our studio. He's written a book entitled, So What's the Bottom Line? And uh, he'll be joining us. And Rabbi Shlomo Einhorn from California, who has embarked on another <laughs> very interesting, I don't want to say stunt, that's not, I don't think that would be proper, but a, um, how do I put it? He's embarked on a very interesting project that I think many of you will find fascinating. Rabbi Shlomo Einhorn will join us from out in California coming up Thursday, meaning an amazing day on our stream all day long at jmnam.org, as you would expect. Um, so, hey. What can I tell you? Just keep it here, jmnam.org, on the NSN app all through the day. You can comment on the app, as many people are doing. I noticed a lot of comments came through yesterday during the uh, Z Report live lunch. And if you have something to tell us on uh, whatever topic, you could do so. Someone posted this morning that they noticed that we're posting the songs that we play during JMNAM. That's 100% true. And now it says they're gone. What does that mean? Huh. I'm trying to think where they were accessing it from because it is available on the JMM uh, website, and I'm trying to figure out uh, how it disappeared. Hmm. Uh, listener, if you have more details, let me know because our playlist is um, in. It's really in the archive section of JMM.org, where you could see it as we uh, as we present our music uh, as it's happening every single weekday morning. Trucker Yitz says it's so cold in Chicago this morning. Amazing. Hmm. I didn't realize it's going to be cold anywhere or everywhere. No, anywhere. <laughs> I didn't realize it would be cold anywhere. Uh, do you know that people have to wake up an hour early than New Yorkers to hear Modani on the NSN app, 531 in the morning in Chicago? Yeah, that's true. You have to be up at 5 a.m. in Chicago to hear us live, and I thank those who actually do. And Trucker Yitz is listening on our app as we speak. And I thank him for that. More coming up. This is JM in the AM as we continue. Here's Soul Farm.
He's amazing, eight time cats. 
called Manavu. Before that, you heard the uh, Solfar Mahira selection. 7 o'clock in the morning on a Thursday. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmnam.org. News from Israel in the background. We'll do our news coming up. Golly Tzal, I should say, in the background. We'll do our news coming up in just a moment. Rabbi Shlomo Riskin is scheduled to join us. Uh, should be with us in the next couple of minutes, right after our news. Talk about the Artura Stone dinner. We are fitting him in... Uh, <laughs> around his travel schedule, which, as usual, is very complicated. So we'll get a few minutes with him coming up here at JM in the AM and speak to him about the upcoming dinner uh, next week at the Museum of Jewish Heritage. It's Thursday at JM in the AM, which means we have a lot to tell you about regarding today's schedule. We'll get to it all. You'll be able to hear everything, including Charlie Harari and Michael Fragan with Spin Class and uh, Allison Joseph's Jew in the City and Miriam L. Wallach and That's Life. Our great live lunch and the stunt show and plenty more all happening on our stream at jmnam.org and, of course, on the NSN app. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Thursday follows next. We say Boker Toe from JMNAM. Galitzal, Ashtayim, Kan Shibel Karmi Mansour, ראש הממשלה נתניהו חתם בצהריים על מתווה הגז. אנחנו חייבים לתת גז. אנחנו באנו היום לתת גז למדינת ישראל, לכלכלת ישראל, לאזרחי ישראל. הגז הזה ניתן לנו כמתנה מהקדוש ברוך הוא, נמצא במעמקי הים, נתנו לנו מאגרי גז ענקיים. במחנה הציוני ובמטה מאבק הגז כבר הודיעו שיעתרו לבגץ. יושב ראש האופוזיציה הרצוג אמר, השימוש בסעיף 52 הוא ניצול ציני של ביטחון ישראל. חברת הכנסת שלי יחימוביץ' הוסיפה, חברות הגז מקבלות היום מכתב מהראלה ממפעל הפיס בחתימת נתניהו. השר שטייניץ הגיב על הדברים בשיחה עם כתבנו ניטה ענבי. אני לא רוצה להתייחס לעתירות לבגץ. אני משוכנע שהמתווה נוע ינוע. טוב. שסוף סוף לקחנו אחריות, יצאנו לדרך, אני בטוח שכולם מבינים את זה, גם בבתי המשפט יבינו את זה. מותר לפרסום שבר רפאלי היא דוגמנית העל החשודה בהעלמות מס בהיקף של מיליונים. כתבנו תומר ורון. רפאלי חשודה למשל כי לא דיווחה על הנחות ידוענים שקיבלה בהיקף של מיליון שקלים, וכמו כן בדיווח מוטעה על הכנסותיה מחו"ל הנעמדות בעשרות מיליוני שקלים. רפאלי שוחררה בערבות של 750 אלף שקל, והיא ואימה נדרשו להפקיד את דרכוניהן במשרדי פקיד השומה בתל אביב. רפאלי תוכל לצאת מישראל רק בתיאום ואחרי שתפקיד 250 אלף שקל. עורך הדין גיורא אדרת, המייצג את רפאלי ואימה, אמר בבית המשפט, הסיפור יסתיים בלא כלום. שום דרמות, הכל נושא שייבדק וייבחן, ואין שום דרמה, זה נושא אזרחי לכל דבר ועניין, ויכוח בין פקיד השומה לעורכי הדין האזרחיים, ובקרוב מאוד העניינים יובהרו, אין שום דרמות ושום בעיה, ואף אחד לא רימה אף אחד. שר הבריאות יעקב ליצמן יוצא נגד הביקורת הנמתחת על הרופאים שיאני השכר הציבורי וקורא לממונה על השכר לא לפרסם יותר את שמותיהם בדוחותיו. כתבתנו יערה שפירא מביאה מדברי ליצמן בכנס פנימי של עובדי המשרד. אני חושב שזה עוול גדול מהממונה על השכר 
שהוא מכניס את הנושא של רופאים כבכירי שיאנים בשכר, צריך להפסיק עם זה. רופאים בחלק מהדברים האלה, הלוואי שיש לי עוד כאלה. אני מניח שרופאים האלו, מה היו במרכז או בפריפריה, היו יכולים להביא פי שתיים, שלוש, ארבע, מה שהם הביאים היום. המשטרה חשפה מחסן ובו יותר מעשרת אלפים ביצים וברכות באזור בני ברק. כתבנו איתמר קציר. משטרת מרחב דן ומועצת הלול חשפו את המחסן בפרדס ליד בני ברק ועצרו את החשוד בהברכה תושב ירושלים בן עשרים. עשרת אלפים הביצים שנתפסו הושמדו והמשטרה מסרו כי יש להימנע מקניית מוצרי מזון לא מורשים, שכן מדובר במפגע בריאותי חמור המהווה סכנת חיים. יושב ראש הטוטו צחי פישביין מובא כעת למנוחות בבית העלמין בשפיים. פישביין הלך אתמול לעולמו בגיל 57 לאחר שלקה בדום לב. מזג האוויר, הגשם יימשך גם בסוף השבוע, מחר ייתכן שלג בחרמון. אלה החדשות שעורך הדר שיפר. Thursday morning broadcast this uh, coming week on uh, on uh, Monday December the 21st Monday December the 21st Artura Stone invites you to their 2015 annual dinner celebrating the dedication of the Elaine and Norm Brodsky Darkenu programs honoring outstanding Darkenu students there will be a special tribute to the founder and director of Darkenu Ilana Goldscheider and they will introduce Rabbi David Stav, co-chancellor of Ortora Stone, addressing the new frontiers of Ortora Stone. Uh, chancellor, of course, of Ortora Stone is uh, somebody we admire greatly and love having on this radio program. That is the one and only chief rabbi of Efrat, Rabbi Shlomo Riskin. Rabbi Riskin, an honor to welcome you back to JM in the AM. It's an honor for me to be on the program. How are you, Nachum? Baruch Hashem, you'll recall the last time we were together was in Efrat, the alone time that we had been in Efrat together for a broadcast back in August. That was wonderful. It's great to welcome you here today. Monday night is the big dinner in New York City happening at the Museum of Jewish Heritage downtown. And um, it, it, first, tell us, what is a Darkenu program? The Brodskys are dedicating Darkenu. You are giving a special tribute to the founder and director, Ilana Goldscheider. What is the Darkenu program? For me, it's the most exciting program that we have. You know, we have a lot of high-powered programs. We have women to whom we give Morot Torah, and they really learn how to uh, they learn what a rabbi has to know in order to, to serve as a rabbi. We teach women on the highest of levels, uh, accepted halachically across the board, and and really a very wonderful program. Uh, we have a program for women lawyers. Uh, we have a program for rabbis all over the world, city rabbis. We already have 12 city rabbis in, 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 uh, in Israel, and we have chief rabbis. Chief Rabbi Finland is one of our graduates, wow. and rabbis all over the world. Now, there's one type of student that we have not had until about six years ago. And that was 
the special needs child, the intellectually challenged. And I always felt guilty about that. That's the program that Ilana Goldschreiter started with us, a program for men in the Shetzion area and a program for women in the Gresham Linden Valley. The gap year in Israel gives North American students, this gives North American students who are intellectually challenged the possibility of spending that gap year in, in Israel just like the others of their own age and status school-wide. These young children, young adults, really, do chesed to a marvelous degree. The men, uh, young boys are involved in the idea. There is Rakashem. And it's just marvelous to see. Uh, I've come to the conclusion that in addition to being called special needs, they should be called the special gifts wow. children. Because they have such love and such affection. They are Nishamot called and we have several side down syndromes who are just magnificent, magnificent. They show such warmth and they show such love. And they they, they learn with the other students and we maintain them as much as possible. They dorm in, in many instances with the regular ones. And they give more than they receive in terms of their commitment, in terms of their purity of soul, and, and in terms of their accomplishment. Unbelievable. I had um, I had not heard of this program, and I never even thought of the the, the lack of a gap year program for people in, uh, in with specific backgrounds. That is pretty amazing. Uh, they will, by the way, uh, honor some of the outstanding Darkenu students Monday night as well. With our Torah Stone, we, we've uh, we've read and we're fascinated by the fact that uh, that you now have this. I guess you would call him a partner, Harav David Stav, who we admire greatly, co-chancellor of our Torah. I know that it's his job Monday night to address the new frontiers of our Torah Stone, but I feel that we should give you an opportunity to uh, tell us some of that as well. What are some of the things that belong in the new frontiers of our Torah Stone? Harav Stav is the head of. Uh, Rabbi Tzohar, 660 rabbis of light in Israel, who, who have, who are doing marvelous things in terms of uh, weddings, user-friendly weddings, those who are not necessarily halakhically observant, funerals also, a uh, special kind of prenup that protect the women, etc., etc., and uh, we are working together in terms of outreach in Israel, together with Amiel, that uh, for us. Uh, for example, this Rosh Hashanah, we did chauffeur in the park, and we did chauffeur in all sorts of indoor places as well that did not have synagogues. Previously, we opened up a synagogue for Rosh Hashanah just for the Kiyat Shofar, and we did it in conjunction. We're going to have conjunction programs like this all over Israel.
and we'll be able to involve many, many more Israelis. We're working on a very special program for halachic leadership. In other words, rabbis who are already in the smachim, already are in the field. Of course, our own rabbis, especially rabbis, even rabbis from, who are not our own rabbis, but who show tremendous promise. And preparing them for psaq, for how to pass it, for uh, understanding the problems of ethics and, and compassion that are so critical in terms of psaq mm. and in terms of Jewish religious leadership. And different tools to bring compassion and to bring ethics within Piskei Halacha. Unfortunately, it has not been so evident during these last numbers. Our Torah Stone 2015 annual dinner is this coming Monday night, Museum of Jewish Heritage downtown. Dinner begins at 6.30. Rav David Stav, of course, uh, will be um, uh, introduced as co-chancellor and will address the topic of new frontiers of our Torah Stone, plus the outstanding Darkenu students are going to be recognized in a special tribute to the founder and director of Darkenu, all under the leadership, of course, of Rabbi Riskin, and the Darkenu program is being dedicated by Elaine and Norm Brodsky. Information about being with Rabbi Riskin at the Museum of Jewish Heritage Monday night. You want to call 212-935-8672, 212-935-8672. You can go to the website, ots.org.il. Again, that's ots.org.il. And Rabbi Riskin, I know you have a tight schedule, but I, 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 I need your message on the air. It's always so incredible. Um, many people wonder at this time about traveling to Israel uh, there's no question with recent events that uh, parents and students might be uh, th- rethinking the gap year in Israel. You are one who has always asked Jews in the diaspora to persevere through all these uh, seeming problems and situations and uh, keep as active as possible in terms of travel to Israel. What can you tell us at this time? Hear me very well. There is no safer place than Israel, especially in terms of what is happening with all of the refugees. Getting vetted, not getting vetted, etc., and I don't have to speak too much about that in your program. I think everybody understands the dangers in America. The safest place in the world for Jews is Israel, because we are fighting terrorism and Islamic extremist activity Frontally, we know who the enemy is, and we are fighting that enemy. The world is slowly, too slowly, beginning to wake up. Europe is beginning to wake up. America, I'm not sure, has has yet woken up fully. But the safest place is Israel. I say it with all my heart. I know you do. Rabbi Riskin, we hope that Monday night's dinner is a great success, of course, and thank you so much for joining us this morning. All the best. God bless. Shalom, shalom. Monday night, OTS.org.il for the Artura Stone 2015 annual dinner. OTS.org.il or dial 212-935-8672. 212-935-8672. This is JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M., brand new Baruch Levine here on a Thursday morning broadcast by Hebe and Melech. Uh, 29 minutes after 7 o'clock, good morning. Welcome to a Thursday with 52 degrees, rain, and a high temperature of 58. Thanks for tuning in from around the world. My thanks to Rabbi Shlomo Riskin who joined us. Always great to hear from Rabbi Riskin. His dinner is Monday night, the Artura Stone Dinner downtown Manhattan, the Museum of Jewish Heritage. Yitzchak Saflis coming up. He wrote a book entitled, So What's the Bottom Line? He'll join us in studio here at JMM. And Shlomo Einhorn, who, who's in California and again has a very interesting project going on. Many of you have probably heard about it already. <laughs> he'll join us here. I'm laughing. Well, you'll see why I'm laughing. <laughs> about an hour from now, he'll join us here at JM in the AM. He always has these unique concepts when it comes to Shabbos and Torah study, etc. Kolak avod to him. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words: and Esther Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with morning chizuk. Good morning. The Michtav Melio, Rav Elio Dessler writes that without emuna, faith, it is impossible to come to bitachon, trust in Hashem. Still, when a person continually tries to conduct himself with the midah of bitachon then his level of amuna will be raised and crystallized. Once our eyes are dependent upon Hashem, we are then freed from looking at things in a natural way, and we will see the Divine Providence in all that we do. The Pasuk in Yermiyot states, Baruch HaGever Ashiv Tach Bashem. Blessed is the man who trusts in Hashem. Then Hashem 
will be miftachoi. It will be his security. The Sabarov asks, why is there a double lotion here? If we already said, Ashiv Tach Hashem, that trusts in Hashem, then that means, Hashem that Hashem is his security. However, the Mido Bitachon is difficult to grasp completely. A person has to toil and strengthen his Bitachon as much as humanly possible. Then Hashem will help the person that he will have the Siyata Dishmaya, the divine assistance, to understand and to grasp levels of Bitachon. The great Rav Menachem Mendel of Skernowitz once bumped into an Oni, a poor man who was wearing clothing that was torn and tattered. Rav Menachem Mendel wanted to buy him new clothing, but the poor man refused. He told him, Listen, the torn clothing, they're good for my parnasa. When people see me, they have Rachmanas on me, they got mercy on me. Rav Menachem Mendel told him, Instead of tearing your clothing and waiting for Rachme Bosavadam, compassion and mercy from a flesh and blood, it would be much better, Likroas Halev, to tear your heart and be Zoche and be privileged to Rachme Shemayim, divine mercy. It is written in the Sefer Shomer Amunim, in the name of the Baal Shem Tov, that when a person is worried about a particular tzara, the greatest skula is to be mechazek the lev, to strengthen the heart, to be strong and bitachon, and then the individual will be helped. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizek. Have a nice day.
J.M. in the A.M., David Gabay, brand new with Shir Ha'achdut off of Hakola Tova. You heard Chalcellus Jr. and Shema Koleinu, J.M. in the A.M. at 18 minutes before 8 o'clock. Good morning on this Thursday. Thanks for joining us. Yitzchak Saflis coming up, author of the book, So What's the Bottom Line? He'll join us here at J.M. in the A.M. Big day on our stream all day long at jmintheam.org and on the NSN app. Something, I mean, every day is amazing. Thursdays are just as amazing. <laughs> That's one way of putting it. Uh, today, the boardroom with Charlie Harari starts at 9 a.m., then spin class. Uh, Michael Fragan will be on between 9.30 and 10 with the World of Politics. Jew in the City speaks at 10 o'clock with Allison Josephs, and uh, Mayor Kalmanson, actor, director, screenwriter, and creative director of AMK Productions, is going to be her guest. On That's Life with Miriam Alwalik, Dr. Michael Solomon about living with fear and anxiety in a scary, scary world. After the live lunch, there'll be the stunt show with Sammy Schechter. He'll speak with everyday heroes, Jolie Davies, Shira Perton. I hope I pronounced that properly. Elisheva Lehman and Michael Carbon. And Throwback Thursday is going to go way, way back to December of 2002. So we have a big, big day coming up on our stream at jamnam.org and, of course, on the NSN app. Make sure to be tuned in. Uh, had a note. Where was that? Where was that? Um, I got a uh, I got a, an email from uh, Yoichi Herzog, who uh, told me that the Arvadas, R I S E Arvadas Rise, the school for special needs children, is having a twenty four hour half million dollar project through charity dot com, where every single donation is being matched three to one by a group of generous donors. It is an opportunity nobody should miss. The campaign ends December the 18th at 12.59 p.m. So essentially tomorrow afternoon, this will end. Uh, your contribution, as it says here, will bring a bright smile to the students' faces and much joy to their parents and will enable the school to bring out the greatest potential of each student. It is charity.com slash O-V. That's C-H-R-I-D-Y. Dot com slash OV. And they have there the three um, groups of um, matchers who are participating. They have there how much has already been donated. And uh, it's already over $300,000. And they give you the opportunity there to, uh, to share in the, um, in the project and get to the goal of $500,000. So this is live already. Uh, maybe they meant that it ends today. At one o'clock, that would make uh, that would make more sense. And all you have to do is go to charity.com, c h a r i d y dot com slash o v, and uh, you will get to that page. Quarter before eight o'clock, it's J M and the A M. More coming up. Keep it right here at J M and the A M.
song for my dear friend, Jonathan Rosen.
I'm wrapping up hour number two on this Thursday morning with uh, God Elbaz and Mina Meitzar. You heard Yoni Z, Ode, that great brand new single. And Yaakov Shweki, of course, who's headlining the 2016 Hass Concert coming up on January the 10th. You can go to HassConcert.com for information. That was his Vihisha Umdan. Of course, he's going to be uh, reunited with Yonatan Razel on stage that night. Pretty remarkable. HassConcert.com is all the information. HASCConcert.com. Reminder, tomorrow here at JM and the AM, it's a weekly update. Malcolm Holmline is going to be joining us. We'll have an opportunity to speak about the events of this week and the news of the week. Hope you'll uh, take the opportunity to join us and be part of it starting at about 7.40 tomorrow morning right here at JM in the AM. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Round the world on the web, jmtheam.org.
JM in the AM. Hashem Melech off the Waterbury Yeshiva CD entitled Stay With Me here on AJM the AM Thursday morning. Uh, well, it seems that the traffic patterns have again sabotaged uh, <laughs> one of our in-studio conversations. Uh, Yitzchak Saflis is with us live via telephone. He is author of the book entitled, So What's the Bottom Line? 76 Proven Marketing Tips and Techniques for Building Your Business and Personal Brand. Yitzchak Saflis is... Um, very well known to this audience, his work with the Bottom Line Marketing Group and being involved with us in one way, shape, or form for God knows how long, probably the last 15 years or so. Um, Yitzchak Saflis, author of So What's the Bottom Line? Welcome back to JM in the AM. What an honor and what a treat. Thank you, Nachum. <laughs> the traffic patterns are unfriendly this morning. People who wonder if it's a gridlock alert Thursday, you can attest to the fact that in fact it is. <laughs> I'm on Ash and Pacific, getting inching my way closer so I could see you in person. But I cannot thank you enough for this opportunity. Uh, Why did you write the book? When? I'm sorry? Why did you write the book? Uh, you're putting me on the spot. I, I, You know what? I love people. I love life. And there's so many experiences that, that happen in the day-to-day, you know, dealing in business, dealing with people. And I realized that, you know, I mean, Hashem gives everyone their unique perspective, and I had a very unique perspective and, and an approach, and I found that when I shared it with people, they enjoyed it. And I said, hey, you know, a lot of people commented along the way, sometimes tongue-in-cheek, hey, you know, why don't you write a book? <laughs> and around six years ago, it hit me, and I said, you know what, I think I'm just going to do it. And uh, it's been a six-year journey, wow. and, and so far, Baruch Hashem, we're actually going into reprint. Uh, already at this point, and, and, and obviously, uh, you know, we're talking about tips and uh, and techniques for building your business. But you mentioned building your personal brand as well, and you also mentioned you're very happy and you love life. Uh, do some of these tips allow somebody or give them some advice, some direction for they themselves to love life a little more? Absolutely. Meaning, there's. I, I don't want people to feel that this is just for an entrepreneur or for a uh, some a small business owner. It's really for anyone. There's a lot of tips in there that I've shared where where people for for people to just get ahead in life, to be positive, to be happy with themselves. I mean, one of my favorite chapters is the is the famous story about the miner that you know comes out of that mine in Chile years ago. Right. And and how he came out. I mean, I just was saying over the story, but I made a chapter out of it. By the way, each chapter is as we'll get to is, is short, three four minutes, but. This miner came out, climbs out of his, uh, you know, they were down there for, what, some two, three months. Right. And he's holding up two hands, two arms full of rocks. Now, you could, you can give him some uh, space if he was upset or uptight, or he's hungry, he hasn't showered for a while, you know. And here he comes out holding rocks. What is he doing? He hands it to the Chilean president who was present at the scene, to the handlers, to the people who worked so hard to get him out of that, that shaft. I, I took such a lesson from that. I'm like, this guy's a natural. He understood, came out with a big smile, and, and that's something that everyone could learn from. It's not just a business owner. It's be pleasant. Be, you're stuck in traffic. Put on that smile. <laughs> you, know, what's, what's, uh, you know, life goes on. We're living, we're breathing, 
And those are the people that make it ahead in life because people enjoy being with people who are positive. We uh, we have finally met the person who smiles his way through traffic. Yitzhak Saffles is with us, <laughs> is with us live via telephone. One, I don't have it in front of me. I don't know why I can't. I, I glanced at it before. No, I, oh, here it is. Okay. You have a chapter, Failure is Not an Option, and you cite the story of Apollo 13. Tell our listeners what that story is and why that is such an important story when it comes to the topic of failure is not an option. Yeah, yeah, and and I, it's also one of my favorites. I mean, people remember, not may, the millennials may not remember it, but they can go. Uh, I mean, they have Google Apollo 13 and and the famous story there, and 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 they were, I believe, in Houston, you know, wherever NASA is, is set up, and and there was like, hey, you know, it's not like uh, there's really option A or option B. It's like failure is not an option. We got to save these people, and 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 that was the. That that was the starting and the end point, and of course they were, you know, they 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 saw success with that. Now not everyone will always see success in whatever the situation is, but they gotta try their utmost. In, in, other, point has to, yeah. in, in other words, the the attitude has to be failure is not an option. That has Correct. to be the attitude, and of course we know that there are successes and failures, so failure does occur, but the attitude That's has to be that failure is not an option. The attitude has to has to be there. And that's why I just, in my own, you know, humble opinion, I have such uh, respect for what you did last week in Paris. You just went in there and, and you made a statement to the world of what Jewish unity is. And, and, and despite what happened a few weeks prior, you were like, this is what we're going to do. This is what we have to do for Kal Yisrael. And you did it. Oh, I appreciate that very, very much. Sure. Yitzhak Saffles is with us. The book is called So What's the Bottom Line? Is there something unique... Uh, there are many people, you know, in the world of marketing who, who do write books and who, you know, give advice. Is there something unique because a lot of the work that you do in your firm is in our community? In other words, did that give you any type of advantage or added insight into certain things that other authors may not have because they're not familiar with our community and the way it works? Uh, that, that's a very interesting um, idea. I, I didn't necessarily give thought to that because actually the book is packaged for you know, the general world that is available in Barnes and Noble and uh, Amazon. But I wonder if there are things in here that only you could have learned because of your status within our unique community. And you have to admit that our community is unique. Yes. Yeah. Well. Well. I, I will. You know. Publicly say that a lot of the inspiration and ideas do find themselves rooted in Gemara. Wow. In in, in the Talmud, because every single page. I mean, I, I was. Trained by the Vida Millers, I saw on this that in every single page there is so much advice and strategy that many people may not realize. You know, they look at the halachic ramifications, and of course, this uh, you know, mafarshim, etc., etc., all the the different perushim, uh, if you will, on on the Gemara. But there is so much advice for life and for business strategy. In the pages, huh. that is no question. I gained uh, immeasurably, and 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 a lot of it. I don't necessarily quote it. I won't say yes. You could find this in the Talmud <laughs> on Kedushin, uh, you know, page forty-three. But but the the ideas are certainly in inside of me and came out this way. Yitzchak Saflis has written a book. It's called So What's the Bottom Line: Seventy-six Proven Marketing Tips and Techniques for Building Your Business and Personal Brand. Um, many people understand how they need advice, and many people understand how they may not be familiar with um, 
you know, with business techniques and how each and every one of them would help them in their own business. What do you mean by personal brand? We discussed about happiness and, you know, incorporating some of these ideas to, to change one's attitude. What, what do you mean by personal brand, especially as we use that word in 2016, 2015? Yeah, it's a great question, and it's so critical. I mean, let's, let's take, for example, someone who's not a sole proprietorship. He works at a large company. Does he feel it's important that his shoes are shined? Mm. Or that he shows up with a tie, even when he goes to, 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 to the grocery? A person has to realize that they're always on display. They'll, they are always marketing themselves. They never know where the next opportunity will come from. If someone has their eye on them for, for, you know, for, for a position, for a promotion, whatever the case is, a person has to always realize whether he owns his own business or he works at a firm, a small firm, large firm, they are always on display. And therefore, a lot of chapters are devoted to building your personal brand. Very interesting. A lot of these um, business technique uh, books, ha- I-, I would assume, have um, have had an effect on you, right, early on in your career especially? Yeah, yeah, there, there, there are many. Um, certainly I've read uh, Peter Drucker, for example, and um, I mean so many other ones by Al and Laura Reese and Seth Godin, and there, there are many out there that uh, certainly have had an impact, and... Uh, and, of course, I'm grateful to them. But uh, there's no question. We're, we're all affected by what we see, what we read, and that affected me as well. U.S. Congressman Bob Turner writes the forward to your book. Why Bob Turner? Uh, <laughs> I go back, the, story, the short story goes back to 2011. Uh, it was a very exciting race. We were, as bottom line marketing firm, was involved in the, uh, in the race. He ran for U.S. Congress. And... We, we pulled off the short story as we pulled off a major upset victory. And we've been friendly ever since. And then I approached him. Now, not only was he a congressman, but he was a media executive for many years at Bristol Myers, at CBS, for many years. So I realized who better than, than, than Bob Turner to, to pen a forward. So I reached out to him. He was ever so gracious. He says, my, my pleasure. And he wrote really beautiful words. I'm very grateful to him. He really wrote a special forward. Yitzhak Saffles is with us. You know, you've been an advocate, and you discuss it here as well in the book, um, that as people advance technologically and get really into a different era, and and it seems every single year there's a new different era (laughs) as we move forward, um, that the printed word, the written word, is still so vital. You're a a big proponent of handwritten letters, uh, even though some people in this audience may not know what that means, uh, you are um, you you are a proponent of direct mail, which people are not used to getting really from you know now now people get these email blasts and you know social media alerts, and you're a proponent still of brochures and the written word explaining the project that people are on. Um, how do you explain being pro all of those in 2015? Uh, I love when I'm questioned with that. Well, first of all. Uh, I'm not sure everyone even picked up this news, but uh, Amazon opened their first bookstore. What? How do you like that? Yes. Uh, I think two, three weeks ago, Amazon opened their first bookstore. So that, now I know I, I didn't answer your question yet fully. But well, yeah, that's a good answer, though. Yeah, but this certainly opens up that conversation. Now, to really to answer your question more directly, is actually email made the power of a good letter so much more valuable because people know that email in general, certainly email blasts, 
are impersonal. They're just, you know, spread out. They're for everyone. There isn't that personal touch. When someone receives, especially today, a personal signed letter with a stamp, it says, wow, the person took out a few minutes of the day to think of me and send me this personal message. Right. And therefore, even even with technology, and I'm not knocking te- technology, of course, Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn, they, they all have their place, and email and texting, they all have their place, especially in, in, mar- in a marketer's toolbox, they all must have a place. But the power of that personal letter, and that's why I don't violate that, you know, personally, I'm so close with you and I send you personal letters, I'm proud of that, and I know how effective it is. And I guess you'd add phone calls to that these days. If someone has the notion of texting somebody a thank you, they may want to consider actually calling them. Yep. Yeah, picking up a phone and saying, hi, uh, yeah, I really do think about you. Wow, you pick up a phone. Huh, thank you. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Some people can't even believe that people pick up phones. <laughs> people don't leave voicemail messages anymore just assuming that if someone sees they call, they're going to call them back, which is, I think, absurd. But whatever, that's the way it is these days. You, you know, just on the point of voicemail... The rule of thumb is to know if the person on the other end is a voicemail person. That's right. something I always make sure to ascertain beforehand. Um, there are some people that love voicemail and some people that very much dislike voicemail. I happen to love voicemail. I feel it's a way of adding hours to my day. Because if I'm reaching someone, rather than playing phone tag, I'm able to leave them uh, a short message and, and then communicate through that medium, and then they respond to me. However, number one, if they do not use voicemail, then that's a waste of time. And number two, always leave it short. Uh, unless the person's expecting a rather lengthy message, always make sure to keep it um, you know, under 30 seconds. At the end of every chapter, you have an action step, literally a takeaway from every one of these stories or pieces of advice that you're giving everybody. Yeah, I, I um, listen, we, we live in a, in, a, in a quick Twitter, you know, fast-paced world. I respect that which is why the chapters itself are kept to uh, the, their three, four pages, so it's literally a three, four-minute read. And then at the end, I want to have a quick takeaway. Meaning someone looks at it and says, you know, okay, what's the quick takeaway? So at the end of a chapter, I'll, I'll write something like, uh, you know, keep your eye on your target audience and, and, and you know, or, or whatever the particular chapter is talking about. Keep it to one sentence so, like, this people could really, you know, pick up the book here and there and see real takeaways that they could use on a, on a daily basis. It's called So What's the Bottom Line? It's Yitzhak Saflis with 76 proven marketing tips and techniques for building your business and personal brand. How do people obtain the book? Uh, it is on Amazon. It is on Barnes & Noble. It's in bookstores nationwide. It's in many of the local uh, farm stores. Um, it's it, it's out there, and I'm proud to say we're actually uh, heading into reprint at this. The Judaica stores have taken it in. Yes, yeah, it's a, it's an all local Judaica stores as well. Interesting, unbelievable. Uh, this must be the uh, it, it must be an amazing feeling after all these years having it out there and uh, enjoying the feedback from everybody. Yeah, it's 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 truly special. I am. Uh, very, very uh, appreciative to all those that, 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 you know, including yourself, who have given me uh, inspiration and chizik, if we could use the word. Oh, you actually have you actually have a couple of radio stories in the in the book because people may not even remember that uh, years ago you would actually fill in for me when I would do a uh, program at night, and uh, there were a couple of episodes that actually made it in. Yes, yes, and in fact, the one about the interview with Jay Bookstam of Kedem, <laughs> um, QPR. 
and I, and I and I reported it as such because it was really a a great moment for for me. First of all, the training to sit into you is such an honor and a treat, and 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 on that particular uh, incident, I remember he, we were talking about if Jay Bookstein was talking about QPR, and I found that fascinating. And I remember taking the, the, the takeaway. I'm like, this is really a great marketing tip. And, and we wrote it up and, of course, referred to you and Jay Bookstown because that I, again, appreciated it greatly. And it was a great, uh, a, a, a great, it wasn't an inspiring story, but it was an important about QPR, about understanding product and placement and pricing and value. And that is one of the chapters, yes. And there's 75 other tips as well. Uh, Yitzhak Safos, so what's the bottom line? 76 proven marketing tips and techniques for building your business and personal brand. He, of course, leads the bottom line marketing group and has been an amazing friend of this show. Yitzhak Hatzlacharaba, uh, a great success we wish to you on this uh, on this book and this latest accomplishment. And I thank you very much for joining us this morning. May thank you very much. It's an honor and treat, and especially to be close with you. I appreciate that. 21 minutes after 8 o'clock, it's a JM in the AM Thursday morning as we continue with Chazen Netanel Hirschdick.
است Hello, 
Avram or Avram Freed with the single entitled Rebind. Thursday morning broadcast on the 17th of December and 5th of Teves. Good morning, 52 degrees with rain and a high temperature of 58. Rabbi Shlomo Einhorn is with us. Those of you who've uh, heard him on this show before, you know that he's always got some unique approach to Torah and Judaism up his sleeve. I could go through the whole list of stuff that we know about that he's done over the years. Uh, some really unique uh, unique things. He's Dean of Yeshiva Yavne and the rabbi of the Yeshiva Yavne Synagogue out in California. He has embarked on something called The Longest Shear. He has a brand new CD. He's got a brand new book. Rabbi Shlomo Einhorn, welcome back to JM in the AM. Hi, thank you so much for having me back. Thank you. You know, if not I really for, appreciate it. You know, if not for the time difference, you'd be a more frequent guest of ours. We just don't like imposing on you. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it makes sure that I'm on time to shockers. You were the one, am I right or wrong, that you were the one who created the, I, I don't remember how many minutes it was. Wasn't it a certain number of really, uh, a, a really small certain number of minutes for Dafyomi or for some type of daily shear? Wasn't there something? Yeah, we did We did the 27-minute uh, Dafyomi. Right. Um, I moved it now to 29, ah. um, just to give the people a chance to make their coffee and everything. <laughs> but at 29 minutes, yes, we were doing that for a while. So it's sort of guaranteed under a half hour, huh? That's the whole, that's the whole <laughs> yeah, guarantee. Yeah, that's, that's the point, under a half hour. <laughs> And, and and we know about some of the Shabbat tones you've run, and I can only imagine the success you're having out there. And I've mentioned many times how much Thank we miss you. you in the New York area. Thank uh, you, I appreciate. It. Thank maybe, you. Maybe one day we'll get you back. Who knows? But anyway, <laughs> uh, you you've now embarked on uh, basically that's what it is, right? The longest year you've embarked on a project to designate one specific day, a period of 24 hours. Right, actually, actually 18 hours, right? It's 18 hours. We're going 18 hours straight. Uh, I'm giving a share live, 18 hours straight. Why? Um, Why? Okay. <laughs> it's a good question. Oh, yes. it's, it's, oh, yes. it's, you know, it's the uh, some form of bungee jumping, I guess. <laughs> no, the, re- the, the reason is, um, you know, the idea hit me. My wife was talking to a friend of hers, and, and, and she was, you know, talking continuously. And I saw my wife just wanted to ask her one question, wanted to get something in edgewise, and she couldn't get a word in. And I'm thinking, she's going to set the record. Oh, my gosh, she's going to the longest straight conversation I've ever heard. And then it dawned on me, the longest sheer, the longest sheer in history. But the point ultimately is we're raising money for Jewish education to make sure that we're not losing a family saying, you know, the cost of Jewish education is too high, we're out of here, uh, we got to opt out, maybe we'll do a little Torah on Sunday, Sunday school or something. We don't want that to happen. So I'm raising awareness for Jewish education and funds to be able to support families that uh, just can't, you know, can't pay this this grow, ever growing bill. That's the main point. And so I thought something extreme would do that. And starting December twenty third, I'm assuming that's what Wednesday night at midnight, right? When- yeah, Wednesday night, eleven fifty nine p.m. twenty third. It makes it easy to know the dates by right. saying that. So eleven fifty nine p.m. December twenty third. And then it really goes all day with the 24th. So it ends at 6 p.m. the next day. And that's, that's Wednesday night late all the way through um, uh, the final shear uh, just before 6 p.m. on Thursday. And that's all Pacific time, correct? All Pacific time, yeah. So for us Pacific. for us out here, you're literally going to start at 3 in the morning and you're going to go until 9 p.m. on Thursday. Correct. Right. right, exactly. And and people can hear this entire 18 straight hours live if they wish, right? Yeah, you could pop in and watch it, uh, you know, happening live, or you could watch it on the Internet, com. You could watch it right now. There's some video stuff there to, to enjoy, but once we go live, that video is going to turn into a live streaming uh, feed. Is it uh, is it 18 topics? Is that how it works? 
18 topics, yeah, 18 separate topics, just because I felt if I did one long straight topic, somebody who wants to pop in at the third hour, the fifth hour, right. the eighth hour is going to be lost. So I said, you know, let's chop it up into eight separate pieces. Ooh, what do you have planned? What do you have planned for the 11th hour? That's ominous. <laughs> the 11th, that's a good question. What's exactly the 11th in, the, hour. Uh, in the 11th hour? But anyway, um, so people can go in and out and there's many different topics. It, it must be, I mean, it must, I have to assume that you spent a lot of time thinking which topics to cover. I mean, I know 18 slots is a lot, so there's a lot to put in there, but uh, you do want to address things that people will find really interesting. Um, whenever I choose Shirm, I try to go from the opposite direction. I go from areas that um, that I find myself to be interested in because, I, I, in general, if you're more passionate about it, if you're more excited about the subject, right. um, it'll just be more interesting as, as as my body's crashing in the 12th hour. So, you know? on, so on Thursday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific time, when you're addressing are there aliens somewhere in the cosmos, uh, that's a topic that fascinates you. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> I gotta keep myself up. I gotta have to keep myself up somehow. So the more Michigan it is, uh, the the better. No, but you know, it's interesting. These are all topics that uh, our tradition has a lot. You know, had a lot has a lot of interesting things to say about. So I said, you know what? Let me let me share that. They, yeah, I want to make sure it's not stuff that you just you know find anywhere. Hey, anywhere, we so. we we know it takes time for rabbis to prepare for a sermon and certainly to prepare for a shear. How much time does it take to prepare for eighteen shear? <laughs> It's been a while, you know. You know what? It's interesting. The hardest part here preparing is um, the production side. I mean, as you know, the production is very difficult. It's not just me sitting by a computer. Yeah. There's going to be a whole production, uh, whole production team. Um, my friend who works here at the school, uh, Mr. Lev Stark, and Aviv Tops, These guys are working round the clock to make sure there's a camera crew that you know there's live streaming, and we got numbers running across the screen, and we got. There's so much work. There's videos. If let's say I have to step out for a second, um, there's a video that'll just pop up on the screen at that time. And we have to pre-make videos just to make sure there's constant action, constant stuff happening. There's a lot that goes on here. Unbelievable. And not a wasted minute. Uh, Rabbi yeah. Shlomo Einhorn is with us from California. The uh, it's the longest shear, longest shear. S H I U R dot com. Can people donate already to that longest shear? Uh... Can yes, they, yes, thank God. The goal, the goal was to 200,000. We're right now, I think, at 140,000. Um, so, as I said, as long as the, the money keeps coming in for Jewish education, I'll, I'll keep going. Like, I don't mind. Like, it's, that, that, that itself is the push and the adrenaline. Um, so, if I know that each, you know, more kids are going to be helped out, then, uh, you know, I don't care. I'll, whatever it comes, you know, come what may, I'll keep going. Unbelievable. Uh, what happens in your school the moment the last year is over? So, thank God we're coordinated. The reason we, everyone's like, why you chose, why you specifically chose this date? And it's only because that gives us enough time for um, the kids, the middle school, to have mastered 18,000 questions on safer bracing. What? So, yeah, they really, they go through a bunch, either going through a whole bunch each day. Um, you know, the Rebbeim are spot checking them. And by that, so we're going to have a grand theme where everyone just, uh, we celebrate together right at that last, that last minute. We're all going to be dancing together. We got balloons coming from the sky. You know, we got a whole, it's going to be fun. So they're, they're doing their celebration along with me. And it's a team effort. Boy, I'm really excited about that. those kids and staff must be really lucky to have you out there. Is all I can tell you. Oh, thank you, thank <laughs> you, know, I appreciate. It. Thank you. Uh, you have a, you have a book out there. I don't know how many months ago it came out. It's called Judaism Alive: Using the Torah to Unlock Your uh, to Unlock Your Life's Potential. Uh, tell me a little bit about the book, please. Um, yeah, so this book came out only the, it came out the end of the summer, and. Um, you know, it started really as a, a series of articles that I was writing, and um, after a while, I'm looking at some of these articles and realizing that there's a common thread here, and the thread is um, 
you know, ideas and concepts that uh, invigorate invigorate one's performance of Avodah Hashem, their service, uh, you know, the service of Judaism. And uh, that's the concept, Judaism Alive, that Judaism is so vibrant and so invigorating. It's exciting. And I said, you know, what if I could just put some of that action, bottle some of that in a book? I mean, in a sense, 18 hours, 18 hours here is really a derivative of the message of Judaism Alive, mm. um, that it's invigorating. And that's, that's the main idea of the book. Unbelievable. The main concept. And I assume it's available everywhere. Available everywhere, Jewish bookstores, um, Amazon, wherever. You know, wherever you could support it's there. And the uh, the first the sentence on the back, have you ever felt that, the first question I should say, have you ever felt that you were just not living up to your potential and you feel that this book can help people improve on living up to their potential? Yeah, the idea is that um, it's supposed to be a little bit of a shock to the system. It's supposed to make you ask questions um, that we're sometimes afraid to ask ourselves because, uh, you know, we end up looking back and wondering, what have I been doing? A lot of us have long a long series of checklists that we want to get done at the end of the day without thinking of, why did I just do all those 25? What, what did I accomplish? What were the goals? Am I any better today uh, than I was the day before? And that's really, uh, you know, block to the drachov, that the idea each mitzvah needs to take you to a better and higher place than you were before. And that hopefully is the message of the book that people can begin to think about. And you felt Judaism Alive needed an accompanying music CD. I didn't think it needed one. <laughs> I didn't think it needed a soundtrack that you could read while you're listening, while you're reading the book. But the idea, once I started along this theme of Judaism Alive and getting excited about it and, and thinking about um, Judaism's message for empowerment and invigorating ourselves, just different side things kept popping up. You know, there was I was inspired to write a couple songs with a friend of mine, Yishai Mendelssohn, and we just said, oh, these are, these are Judaism Alive-like songs. And then, uh, you know, from there came the 18 hours. So it's, it really is, um, thank God, it's, it's, it's inspiring, uh, you know, a bunch of different outlets that I think are all part of the same umbrella. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, com. The book is called Judaism Alive. The CD is called Judaism Alive. It's by Shlomo Einhorn. If you go to longestshear.com, longest, S-H-I-U-R, com. He's uh, trying to make history by raising money in this unique fashion for Jewish education, for scholarships. And really include all the kids in his school in the celebration, as you heard, uh, toward the end of the day. It's all happening starting on Wednesday night, uh, just before midnight Pacific time, going through Thursday at 6 p.m. Pacific time. And everybody could join in whenever they want by watching it on the web. And we're, we are excited that at the opening minute we're going to have performing live Simcha Liner, you know, was, you know, huge Jewish singing sensation. Of course. He wrote, he wrote a song just for this, uh, 18 hours, a new song. Lahagdil Torah of Yadir, and uh, I heard the demo track. It's unbelievable. It's so beautiful. And that's how it's. And that's how the whole event's going to kick off. That's how we're going to kick off because he's going to be in town. He's going to perform it, and uh, I'm very excited about it. Very excited. About uh, it. We have your CD in front of us. Which track should we play as we say goodbye to you this morning? Let's see. Um, you know what? You... Judaism Alive. Why not? Once we're already talking about it, let's play that song, Judaism Alive. Rabbi Einhorn, good luck. We are rooting for you. And knowing Thank you, Dr. I appreciate it. I really appreciate it. You, you. you will get through this experience with flying colors, because you always do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Best regards to everybody, and thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Dr. Take care. Rabbi Shlomo Einhorn from California. This is JM in the AM.
Shabbat <laughs> Shalom Name 
J.M. and the A.M., great brand new one from Baruch Levine. I'll call Neshama from the CD entitled Banim Atem. Uh, wrapping things up on a Thursday. Don't forget tomorrow, Malcolm Holmline will join me at about 7.40. Weekly update tomorrow morning, 7.40. We'll talk about what's happening in this amazing world of ours. Make sure to be uh, tuned in tomorrow for the weekly update. Uh, coming up next, Charlie Harari on our stream at jmtheam.org and uh, on the NSN app, followed by Michael Fragan in spin class, Allison Joseph's Jew in the City. And then, of course, Samiri Malwalik and That's Life, plus a live lunch, plus Sammy Schechter with Everyday Heroes and our stunt show hour between 1 and 2 o'clock. Great programming all day long on our stream at jmam.org and on the NSN app, so make sure you are tuned in. Well worth the effort of turning it on in your office or traveling with our app and listening in to some great programming. Really, really worth it.
Uh, JM in the AM, and uh, we will wrap things up with the... Oh, sorry about that. Uh, we will wrap things up with um, this selection from Aaron Razel at JM in the AM. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listen to sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Wrapping up a great Thursday broadcast. My thanks to Rabbi Riskin. My thanks to Rabbi Einhorn. My thanks to Yitzchak Saflis. And my thanks to all of you, of course, for tuning in to JM in the AM. Great programming on our stream continues at jmtheam.org and on the NSN app. And, of course, tomorrow morning we get to do the weekly update with Malcolm Honeline at about 7.40 Eastern time. Make sure to be tuned in from anywhere around the world and listen into that conversation. Have a fabulous Thursday. Till tomorrow, Malcolm Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.